sip wine, wine, wine Kick my feet up when I get tired And as I recline, take another sip Let my thoughts unwind, wine Sipping and spilling it Sipping and spilling, sipping and spilling the tea Sipping and spilling it What is poppin', everyone? What's poppin'? How you niggas doing? I feel very grounded. I feel very, very stable. I feel like we walk it in our purpose. Like, I feel great. Uh-huh. I feel great. I feel sober. You know, that's like, <laughs> that's like a purple problem, you know? I feel sober because Ami forgot to get tequila this week. And because we got really drunk last week. I was going to say, like, I was like, yeah. I was like let, let's, let's, let's tell them the story because... We got really drunk last week. We got hella drunk. And when I said <laughs> we got hella drunk... I probably spent $200 just last week alone. Spent so much, much money, money on Monday. I'm looking at my bank account like I'm ashamed of myself. Ohio Girl, I was disappointed. I said not me spending $200 and acting like it's nothing. Not me spending that and... Girl, what? And there's men around. Girl, we were spending that with men around. Girl. I think it's because like... Because I remember I was like, I'm about to buy that nigga's hookah. You were like... Why are you like this? I was like, I'm a boss ass bitch and I do this shit. And da -da -da -da. you was like, but you don't have to. You don't, <laughs> you don't have to be a boss ass bitch. I was like, no, fuck that dude. I'm like, you don't have to buy his hookah. That's lit. I, was like, I don't know, but when I'm lit, I just feel like, what is money but paper? That's what we feel when we're drunk. And it's a serious problem that we feel this way. That's a problem. That is a problem. Because... I'm not going back to that place because I feel ashamed. I spent $200. Because you know what we did, y'all? We bought two shots of 1942. Uh, Shots back to back. And you know what how much 1942 is? $30. Each. Each. So we spent $60, $60. just on shots. And then we tipped $20. And then we proceeded to eat some food. And we got drinks too. Didn't we get drinks that day? Yeah. So I'm looking at Crafty like somebody stole my money. But it was really I'm me feeling, that stole my money. I'm feeling real violated from Crafty, y'all. <laughs> so I just I don't want to go back to this. I don't want to go back though. I'm it's not going back to the me. scene of the crime. I, you want crafty so bad. Man, right now I'm feeling butt craft. Do you use a hoe? So what are we going to do oh, after this episode? We'll figure it out. But we got to get back to the show, girl. <sighs> <laughs> you know what? While you're at it, check out our YouTube. YouTube. Please show, girl, are you, I was on our YouTube the other day. It's so sad. Y'all, please show our YouTube It's really, love. it's, okay, it depends, I guess, on the topic. Because when we're talking about relationships and sex, our views are, like, through the roof. Yes, all y'all want to hear. We, we want to be versatile hoes. We do want to be versatile hoes, but y'all don't allow us that that box, that <laughs> safe space to be versatile. Y'all want us to only talk about how niggas ain't shit and bitches is this, this, and the third. But, and that's, our, but that's our audience. That is our audience, but can y'all give us a broader audience? Like, can y'all just give us something else y'all want to talk about, please? Because I know... I got a good episode idea for next week. What think. is a good episode I'm idea? Gonna say it. Here. Okay. I'm gonna tell you later. I typed. I called you to tell you about it. But I typed. I typed it in too. So I think okay. it's a good idea to do it. Okay. Um. Yeah. We let us be first to hoes. Yeah. Please give us give us a safe space to be creative because we got to keep doing this for y'all. <laughs> at 
at different type of rates. We gotta be keep leveling up because yeah. if we're still talking about relationships in season four, granted, we still gonna have we a, still talk, talk about, about relationships, relationships, but we shouldn't be relationship based podcasts. Exactly. We don't so. want to be relationship. We want to be a podcast that talks about everything and everyone. And we, we want you to come shit here. Why would you want? Yeah, we want you to come here for your TED talks. We want you here for your motivational shit. We want you to come here and know that these are the bitches that got y'all back, and we here. For you. Period, period. Um, our reels are popping, so check out our reels. Reels are really popping. Um, what else? Our TikToks. I mean, our last TikTok, not a lot to talk, our thriller. Was it thriller? Triller, Tril yeah. Thriller was okay. But I, I always tell you, when we don't pay attention to the numbers, yeah, our numbers come. So, exactly. yeah. Triller, and then sip and review. We send a shit and we review it. Then we have tea time. Mm -hmm. Those we haven't done in a while, but we're going to get back on that because we are about to start making content like crazy, y'all. So week. literally stay fucking tuned. Literally, we have great things coming up. We don't want to speak too much on our blessings, but period, 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 period. And the girls are back at it again. Another messy ass episode of Sipping Spill. We create conversations. Oh wow, Sipping Wine. I got what the name of Thug Motherfucking Sammy. And I'm Am Bitches Mellow Yellow Teray. I stumbled on my own damn name. Oh. Girl, it, it's because you probably need to change it up just a little bit. I've you know? never changed it because that's me, Thug Motherfucking Sammy, and that's on. Period. All right. So well, let's see. Do some fun facts. Let's get to our fun fact. Um, fun fact is I am a new plant mom. I'm taking on this life, and I I feel like I'm trying my best at it. Yes. Her <laughs> plant already died. One of them. No, it did not. A leaf died. And it's normal for elephant plants to have one leaf die. It's usually three good leaves and one bad leaf. So it's normal. Oh, you is just it? Just cut it. Did you, then... did you look it up? Or... I did. Okay, I was going to say. No, I have a book called. And a plant yeah. book. Okay, so, okay. I appreciate that, you know. So, um, my fun <laughs> fact. <laughs> she killed her baby. Take your baby. <laughs> Not on your first plan. Not the babies. <laughs> but um, my fun fact is, y'all, that um, I have not used a microwave in like six months. Whoa. Yeah. How? You know, I already don't like um leftovers, but you know, you know, um, the guy I'm dating, he always talks about that's really bad radiation and da 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 da. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. And I guess that also like is the reason why I always go out to eat too, because I'm like. Well, I'm not cooking, so, you know? So, I don't know. Put two, two, three together. But, yeah, I have not used a microwave in six months. That is a really fun fact. Yeah, because... And they said that you lose weight faster if you are not um, putting... I don't know. I'll show you the study of it. Like, yeah. you lose weight faster if you don't put your food in the microwave. Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> I definitely believe it. So, yeah. Um, let's get to some motherfucking wine facts. We're getting some motherfucking tea time. Tea time. So, today I got <laughs> dough. Um, I don't know shit about it because I got it on the way here, but it's a Chardonnay. I'll try to get a, I want to get a white one this time because I feel like we've been doing red wines back to back to back to back. But that's just who we are. No, that's who you are. And you keep trying to take me on this journey with me. <laughs> Is it cold though? It's not. Girl, I told you I got it on the way here, so it's not cold, but it's So Chardonnay. the least you could have did if it was going to be a Chardonnay, let it be cold. Well, sis, I got it on the way here. Right. Okay. Yeah. It's called dough. Um, it is the foundation of bread. Ooh, that I like that. That sounded good. Bread. Dough, bread, it's cheddar, money. money. On you. All right. Um, so it is a 2019 California Chardonnay from the North Coast. Um, it says it's gonna be a creamy citrus future fruit traded Chardonnay with diverse flavors, openness of conventional mind. Okay, so open up my mind, dough. Um how much alcohol contact in it? I don't know. I'm sorry. We're getting real lazy with this shit. 14.5. I'm crying. With 14.5. <laughs> so we getting real lazy with this shit. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Uh-uh. Last week you did the same thing. I know, but guess what? We was getting smoked. We, we, and yes. we are, now we're getting dough. Okay, we, come on. I'm come getting on. money, okay? 
We get it, A-Rab money. Isn't that a song? It is. But is that offensive? I think it is. But I but mean, A-Rabs I, do have a lot of money. He wasn't do. lying. They I do. think it's the whole, oh, la, 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 la. <laughs> that, that shouldn't be on. I don't know if he should have done that. That's kind of fucked up, I think. Honestly, I just think that, <laughs> I think, um... As much as people say slightly racist things with a little undertone, I think we got to desensitize people from getting offensive because sometimes it's it's like maybe because people don't know better. Sometimes yeah. I don't know that Arab was a slur or a bad thing to say. Yeah. So granted, we do we do need to up our knowledge on it, but yeah. it doesn't mean that our intent behind it is to be you know racist. malicious. Of course, of course, of course not. Because I mean we're black. Yeah, like I said, we can't be racist. We don't have the yeah. power to be racist. Exactly, and we don't intentionally try to be racist ever. Oh, for sure. It just just happens that way. Anyways, um, let's let's get into some motherfucking tea time. time. Tea time. First and foremost, um, how do you feel about Lamar Odom commenting under? Uh, Chloe's picture. I love it here. You know, yeah. I love it here because you know what? The competition is thick, it is fierce, <laughs> and it is here. Like, I just feel like you gotta have some real big dick energy to do some shit like that, knowing that she yeah. cheated on her. She found you on a whorehouse while you were, what, face down in coke? I don't know how the story went. He actually almost died. He, like, OD. Okay, but either way, like, it's it's real bold of you yeah. to show back in my life after you ruined it. Like, that's... It's like that's, the competition of the cheating niggas. It is the competition, wow, the competition of the cheating witches, niggas. What? Like, who could cheat better and who could keep her still? And keep her still. And honestly, Tristan won that fight because he got a baby out of her. <laughs> like, he was like, yeah, not only did they're, I cheat on you... I feel like they're so smart on who they have babies with because Kim been with was with, uh, what's his name, for like years and years and years, never had a baby. What's his name? Reggie Bush? Reggie Bush, yeah. And then, uh, then has a baby with Kanye. Well, of course, she got married. But yeah. Kylie never had a baby with Tyga. Yeah, she, had a baby with she, yeah, quick. Uh, Chloe could ne- never have a baby with none of these niggas. Yes, but she has Tristan. a... Tristan. They know who they're trying to have babies They really with. do. They're, they're very like, selective. what babies would be the cutest with this black man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say, honestly, they, they got the pick of the litter and they got all got a, they all got a type. They so. all got a type. Black. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I think it's real funny. I think Tristan uh, trying to throw him in on the picture was even funnier. Like, who's scared of you? I know you're Honestly, because, like, you remember that one episode of the, um, the, um, Keeping Up with the Kardashians? And, and then he, she was like, he was like, yeah, because y'all are making it hard for me. The way he clapped back and rolled his neck. I'm, I'm like, like, sir, sit your ass down. Who's scared of you? <laughs> I want to know. At like... this point, your name's not even Tristan. You are Chloe's baby daddy. So... <laughs> That's how I see it. Girl, when they when this blows up and they see it, they're going to come after us, all the shit we talk Honestly, about Honestly, to have a Kardashian come after you is an honor because you know what? Y'all have the money to do it. So, you know, that means we're going to have the money for y'all to do it. So, <laughs> all right. speaking into our life. Um, Thalia Avant, um, she's the first... Did I say her name wrong? I don't know, girl. Oh, this is good. Oh, we didn't even toast. We didn't even toast. We just Come on, let's just toast real quick. Cheers to another messy-ass episode of Sip and Spill. Ow. Um, okay. It's actually good. Yeah, okay, it is so good. Vaughn, she's the first black spelling bee winner. Shout out to her. Uh, oh, she's the first black spelling bee winner. What? Yes. What? Yes. It's giving me real Aquila and the bee vibes, like I told you earlier. <laughs> yes. Shout out to her. This is the um, year of the black. I'm sorry? This is the year of the black. Like, the, right. everything great for black people is happening. Right. Y'all, get y'all's fucking bags up. Get y'all fucking minds right. Right. Because like, this I love year it. is ours. It's our like, year. 2020 was supposed to take us out, and we still here. And niggas. we still here. So 2021, will be, we're being bigger, better, better, bitches. And that's on Mary Had a Little Lamb. Lamb. Okay. So, yeah. And I love that she's so versatile. She said 
that the spilling bee is just her side dish. What she likes to do is <laughs> play basketball. basketball. And I'm like, you go, I don't want to call you a bad bee, but you know what? That is some bad That's girl, some real bad bitch energy. Yes, because... like, girl, you. The spelling bee is the side dish, bitch. I mean, girl, like... Because at this point, I can't even spell without Siri. Girl, exactly. Over here looking up everything. Uh, looking up directions, GPS, what happened? My, my chat's going off. I'm so glad it's on vibrate. But it fucked up and took me off of me, though. When I try but to it, make it's, it, st it's still probably recording, though. It is. But the, when I try to make it bigger, it just, like, I actually touched it. Okay. Who, why are your phone blown up? I don't know. And it got me some group chat. I don't know what, they're, what they got going on. <sighs> um, but like we were saying, we love to see black, black women excellence. doing beautiful things. Like we like that y'all. We are putting ourselves in lanes that no one even will consider right. black people to be in right. because that's a great thing. Because I mean, track, okay, yeah, gymnastics, yeah. yeah, we've been coming up, so yeah, yeah. But spelling bee, spelling bee, girl. You, so you're telling me these niggas can run, flip, and they can spell? Girl, we can do it all. Why you think they try to hold us down? Eerie, but yeah. And I'm watching videos of her like. Juggling like six balls at a time. She's on a pogo stick, juggling balls, and she got she got handles for real. This girl is talented. Damn, I am so clumsy. I think I need to up my talents because all I, I can do like... is talk shit, drink, and play bingo. <laughs> I'm like, what can this girl not do? So like, you know what? You you she already got a freaking um, scholarship from LSU. Not LSU. I already gave her a scholarship, girl. I I'm here for it. I'm here for all of this, girl. I hope you do great things. I'm so proud of you. Keep doing what you're doing and keep being a bad girl. Honestly, like, and you a are bad inspiring chick. us. You're inspiring grown-ass you women. Younger than us, yeah. Exactly. So. Age don't mean a thing, girl. You Period. You're doing your thing. Um, with the 50-50 whole thing, talks about like finances and living spaces. And that gives us to our topic of conversation is cohabitating. Um, I feel like that's something that we're doing in this uh, more in this generation. And is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Is it like a right thing to do? Does it get you stuck in it? whatever so um what is your personal experience with because i know you've had a boyfriend that you live with for a, a while mm -hmm. so what was the personal experience cohabitating with him so my experience with cohabitation with a boyfriend um it was very interesting because initially that was you know you never like start dating someone like oh yeah we're gonna live together like you i don't i don't ever think that way when i first start dating someone right but um, um yeah i was 19 i was a hothead i lived with my mother and she was just like, you got to get out. She's like, you're disrespectful, you're blah, blah, blah. And at that time, I was dating him for, I think, I want to say seven or seven. We were between seven to ten months. We were in the in that shit dating. It was seven to ten months we were dating. Uh -huh. And, like, he was in a situation where he was still with his parents because, you know, he had his, like, place before that. But I guess something happened where his parents needed his help a lot more than usual. Uh -huh. So he moved back in with them. So I was just like, well, my mom's kicking me out. You know, you're trying to get your own place. Let's just do it. Yeah. So, I mean, long story short, we were only together for X amount of time, and we ended up moving in together, but it ended up lasting seven years. So, um, my experience yeah. with um, cohabitation, I think it made me personally grow up a lot faster than I wanted to. Okay. Um, granted. Because you were doing it so young. I was doing it so young. Yeah. And not even saying it's a bad thing, but I'm just saying... Like, when I was 19, my my biggest cares in the world were making sure that my phone bill and my car note was fit. Like, when you think about having to pay rent, when you think about having to have groceries in the refrigerator, having the lights on, paying the water bill, you never know how much of an adult you have to be until these bills are there. Yeah. Every time you turn around. Yeah. And that's why when we're talking about 50-50, like, I always told him, like, no matter what, I'm not paying 50-50. Mm -hmm. I said, you're not my roommate. I'm not. Because I feel like once we're getting in that realm you're my roommate because if you want X, Y, and Z and also a backstory, a reason why I don't like cooking when, um, we were together, 
for the most part, I learned how to cook while I was in that relationship. And I was, like, trying to always cook, make sure there was food at home, make sure the house was clean. Um, So I was trying to do a lot of wifely duties of, Mm -hmm. like, what a homemaker is or what it looks like. Mm -hmm. So, and I was very young. So to me, it's like, I guess it kind of tainted my view of what cohabitation looks like because I was just like, I'm literally playing house. I feel like a lot of times women just go into a role and men don't really do that as much. And I don't even know how, I don't know if it was intentional or if it's because in so many... like, this is what you're supposed to do. Yeah, and I feel like so many conversations I've been having with my mother, his mother, everyone's mother was like, when are y'all getting married? When are y'all this? When are y'all that? And that's all you're hearing when you're 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27. (laughs) So I had an identity of a wife, a girlfriend, a friend, Uh everything. And it's like, that's a lot for someone to take on at a very young age Uh before they even like, I can only, and I can only say I was probably in only two serious relationships before him. Yeah. So it was Even like... Even if you were in two serious relationships before him, you were in high school in those yeah, relationships. Yeah, yeah. So they're not real relationships. Yeah, he was like my legitimately only, like my only anchor, I could say, and idea of what it's like to have an adult relationship. Yeah. And I was just like, I didn't like who I was becoming because I'm like, that's just not who I was. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Look, I love the honesty. I feel like this is, like, the most honest you've been in a while. What? Yeah, with, with, your, with your relationship with him. Yeah. You, not, like, honest in, like, in general, but I feel like when it comes to that, you've never really been honest about everything. Yeah. You always, you know... Try to, I try to sugarcoat it. Sugarcoat it. Not that you lie. You I never sugarcoat. lie. I definitely, definitely try to sugarcoat it because, in all honesty, like, I always say, he's not a bad person, and I don't think that a situa- that our relationship was bad in total totality i just feel like and i feel like i expressed that to him too i just did not like who i was becoming because i lost i feel like i lost so much of myself Mm -hmm. trying to be a wife of this or that and i'm like that's not really what i wanted yet right i understand understand. so how was your experience i'm sure not the women can also relate to what you're saying honestly so my experience wasn't as um eye-opening as yours (laughs) i guess it was eye-opening in a different way but yours was just very like i became a woman Mine was just, look, I was young, dumb, and I thought I was in love. Um, <laughs> Not young, dumb, I thought I was in love. That's not like everybody. Girl, so I was in college back in the day, and you know, one thing you don't do when you go to Lamar is date a Bamadian. No, nope, nothing what is against that? people that live in Vermont. They are Bamadian? <laughs> what the fuck? Say that one more time, bitch. Bamadian. <laughs> that sounds like a... <laughs> Like an African tribe, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we used to call them. No, nothing against people that that are from Beaumont, that live in Beaumont. There's some great people there, I'm sure. Of course, there's an exception to all the rules. But for the most part, I mean, my school, our school was in the hood. Yeah. Of course, like most colleges are in um, MLK, the hood. Yeah. So I'm thinking crackheads, we're getting robbed. Like, there's so much. I mean, I've had a friend that got murdered like Yikes. a lot of stiff stuff happened when i was out there yeah with people who lived who are from out th- who lived out there but anyways so i don't know why this guy was at the um was at lamar because he didn't even go there but i, I think i met him at lamar or instagram dm somehow and one day he came over and he just never, never left. left i'm crying that's how it started he just never went home and it didn't click to me that why did this guy just not go home like i'm thinking like oh my god he likes me he doesn't want to go like <laughs> no girl that's not why he didn't go home <laughs> he didn't have a home to go to. <laughs> so we immediately started cohabiting 
cohabitating after day one. Um, of course, like after day one, after day one, crazy. And then he, we lived together for maybe like seven or eight, seven months, seven or eight months. Oh my god. Yeah. So, um, and then um, of course I wasn't a dumb bitch. What sign number one? I should have known he was a homeless nigga because did you say he was stealing from you? Girl, can't, let me get to that. <laughs> okay. Um, first he. He went. He had a job, and then he never went back to work. He just stayed with me all day. And he never had. He didn't have a car. He had okay. a bike. <laughs> so those were all the signs of someone that was homeless. Like, bitch, he was a nomad. Like, <laughs> and I did not see any of those signs. So I mean, and probably I did see him. I just didn't care. Yeah. And then, um, so of course, I did make him get a job. I made him. Remember? Did you ever seen that video with the girl? who brought her name to let Red Lobster to get a job, but he was like, I'm just a jokey joke. Well, okay, you ever seen that video? Okay, well, I'm pretty sure that was me. I brought this nigga to Red Lobster to get a job because, like, I need you to have pay bills. Because even though I was cohabitating, I still made the nigga pay bills. <laughs> I wasn't that dumb. Should. As I wasn't that dumb. So, yeah. Anyway, so over the relationship, I'm noticing, I'm a bartender at this point, so at this point, I'm making the most money I ever made at that time of my life. Yeah. Um, so I'm making, I'm bringing home a whole bunch of cash, and I'm noticing some money is missing, but I'm not thinking much of. I'm like, I'm living at the time. I'm living with two other roommates. Yeah. So I'm not really thinking my man is stealing from me. Like, what? That, why would he? Like, you know, he's taking me out. He's doing this. He's buying me shit. Like, with your own money. <laughs> exactly, y'all. He was buying me shit with my own money. So uh, that's a good man, though. Like, at least he still kept it in. <laughs> kept at least he wasn't spending on another bitch. <laughs> Maybe he was, bitch, with my money. Like, what? who knew what he did when I was at school? I'm crying. Girl, he probably had other bitches I'm going to end up the house. Like, what? That's That was always my biggest fear. I feel like my biggest fear is a man putting a bitch in my house on my, my, my bed. Like, I'm that sure is my he big... did that. I'm sure he did that because let me get to it. So, uh, yeah, mostly money's missing, and I'm not thinking my nigga's stealing from me. But anyways, um, at the time, even though I had very little money, I still went on certain trips when I could afford. So I went to Vegas with my, my friend. And I guess he was jealous that I went to Vegas with my friends. So he um, wanted to get trip to Austin. My dad man left him the key to lock the door because he left after me. And I come back, the door is locked. The key is gone. He did not leave the key under the mat. So I had to, like, wait till my roommate gets in. I was pissed off at him. Whatever. I'm going to my room. I had a money jar, which I still do this day. And it was in my closet in a drawer, and all the money's gone. And I, there was probably, like, $300 in there. That's what you get for leaving me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so you can go on a fucking trip. <laughs> That's what he, he said, fuck you, hoe. Um, and then my bed is, I, I left, I made my bed before I left. So my bed's messed up. There's a there's a lighter there. There's like shit that, there's like, my bed is like not how, how it's supposed to be. Yeah. So he tells me that he let a nigga stay in my room while I was gone and he must have stole the money. And then we were robbed. And I'm like, we were robbed, but no one stole the TV, the MacBook, the stereo, anything else. He just stole the money that's hidden in the closet and politely locked the door after him. Yeah, that's crazy. That's the nicest robber I ever met. I, honestly, rob me, shit. <laughs> Not for $300. Just like, rob me for some food. Rob me for, <laughs> don't steal nothing but the least, like, the food. Right, girl. So that, that was my experience cohabitating. He, and then he was just stealing. I mean, clearly the man was stealing money from over time. He stole a whole bunch of money from me, and then he blamed it on some other nigga. And then, of course, my dumbass took him back a little bit. And then I'm just like, you know what? You're really still. I was like, really, I couldn't wrap it. Like, I knew he was stealing from me, but I still wouldn't let him go. Yeah. So one day I just got tired of that shit, and like, I just, you know, threw all his shit out, fucked up his bike, and then he never came back. Nah, fuck up his bike. <laughs> you fucked up his only source of transportation. I sure did. Bitch, do it you again. cold. You are cold. 
old. I will do it again. Okay, speaking <laughs> of doing it again, would you ever cohabitate again? Uh, fuck no. Like, what? I feel like that is the reason why I'm so, like, anti-broke man. Like, I feel like he just... I, I have a feeling about broke man and he just made it like even worse. Intensified it. He just intensified it. Like, like having a man steal from you will make you feel like I don't know. I I've never, never had a man steal from me. Yeah, it, it, yeah. So it, it, I would never cohabitate again. Like it's just it's it's not worth it. Because I, I like you, I kind of fell into the role. I was always cooking. I was always doing. But what was he doing? That was that was different from what we were doing before cohabitating. Well, I wouldn't know because I cohabitated after day one. But most people. It doesn't, you know, our roles change and theirs role kind of doesn't change. I mean, I want to say yes and no, but yeah. I guess that's a, a, we could talk about that when we get further down into our conversation. So but um, what I do again, I literally battle with this conversation with myself all the time because now that I'm in a space where I'm by myself and I really enjoy like how I move and shake in my apartment, yeah. I don't know if I could. I can consider it because I know that, you know, with cohabitating comes risk and, you know, reward. Yeah. So, personally, I mean, I, it's, 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 it depends on the person. It's situational. And I always feel like when it comes to cohabitating, it would always have to be either... Your um, nails are cute, by the way. Thank you so much. But um, I think cohabitating, it would have to be we are going into a shared space together and never into someone's moving into my space or I'm moving to theirs. Okay. Because I feel like that's the best way to cohabitate because you guys are both bringing something of yourself no, into yeah. your... You're your, right. Because... So, someone's always gonna feel like well this is my place yeah and i want you to feel like it's our place yeah so that's why i'm saying with cohabitating it has to be situational it has to be a mutual us moving in together yeah and it's not like a resentment type feeling like you're coming and invading my space so yeah yeah yeah. definitely, yeah, definitely. um the, it's like i said well it's up in the air if i would ever cohabitate yeah, again yeah. um yeah i feel like it just it just works for certain people like okay my cousin that just got married yeah they were living together after a couple months and they're married and they're married yeah, but I mean, same for me. I was we cohabitated after a couple months, and we were together for seven years. Yeah, so it, so it doesn't not, have to. It's not the worst of worst, but yeah. it's just like there's a lot that goes into just. But it doesn't always up. work that way for a lot of people. It that's doesn't. The thing. I feel like y'all are the exception to the rule. Oh, of course, because I'm a very accommodating. Like I think people don't understand. I might be very headstrong, but I'm also very compromising because mm -hmm. I just think that there's a fair balance that you need in everyone's relationship or life. Mm -hmm. So I mean, right. So my second question is. Do you believe in cohabitating? Because we said, would you ever do it again? But yeah, do you believe I, I feel in like it? the same answer. I I really don't believe in it. Like, I don't know because maybe I'll meet a man and fall completely in love and change my idea of it. But when is the last time you've been in love though? Because I just feel like Sammy ain't no love. Like we're. I it's been a minute since I've been in love with someone. Like how many years or how many months? Years, like maybe like Yay. five years. Five years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I keep telling you, your soulmate might be a bitch, like a female. Yes. Oh, I have a crush on a girl at work. I don't think I told you. You did tell me. Yeah. You I said did. you don't know if it's a real crush or if it's just like a fake crush. Yeah, and... but I think but it's I mean, a real crush. Do you really? And she's dark skin. Remember what we were talking about her? You said that you wanted a dark skin girlfriend. You know what? We been we were talking about this last year. And I said you're manifesting yourself a lesbian relationship. So you and know what? Look, it's about to happen. Maybe honestly, I don't know. I'm here for it. We'll maybe. talk about it off the camera. You yeah, know, yeah, we'll talk about it off the camera because we know Sammy's very private <laughs> or whatever the fuck that is. <laughs> um, do I believe in cohabitating? Ah, <clears throat> uh, damn. I want to say no, mm -hmm. but I also think that cohabitating 
also helps you see, like we are going to get into later, helps you see sides of yourself and other, your partner that are essential before you make those big steps. Because um, yesterday, um, someone I was talking to, he sent me this video and he was like, the reason why a lot of marriages or relationships don't work because people don't ask the right questions. A hundred percent. And I was also thinking like, damn, like I feel like that's the same with living with people. Cause I feel like- I don't when, even know what questions <clears throat> to ask. I need a book on the questions to bitch, ask. Bitch, I'm gonna tell you what questions to Please. ask because I ask, the thing is I will ask you the most off the wall questions, but it's normal for me to ask questions that make you uncomfortable because I need to see how you handle that kind of pressure. Uh-huh. Because I feel like most men are used to women letting them dictate the the- relationship and i feel like once women step into their own and start speaking up for what they really want Mm -hmm. the man is either going to meet you there or he's going to show you his true colors right and i think that after you seeing someone like you can go visit someone's house always fucking clean never fucking messy right you know so they always show you what they want to show you when you don't live with them right when you live with them you will see if they leave dishes in the sink or if they like do stuff that you can't deal with and i feel like a lot of deal breakers are revealed with cohabitating so it's like Mm -hmm. it's always a flip of a coin if Cohabitation is for every relationship. Right. Because I don't think you should cohabitate with every single one of your boyfriends. Okay. And some of you bitches live with every single one of y'all boyfriends. But I'm like, girl. I do think that I can, I can to a certain extent, believe that cohabitation is a thing that you should probably do because you don't want to marry someone and realize that nigga going to beat your ass. You know, this girl, I don't know her, but I know of her. She was this with this man for seven years. He never touched her. They got married and moved in together and all of a sudden he beating her ass every day. But they were already living together too before he, they got married. So it wasn't until they got married, six months into the marriage, she started beating her ass. I'm like, how are you good for seven years? That's why people are like, well, people show signs. Some people don't show any, any signs. signs. And we all, that's what, that's our victim blaming. Sometimes there are some red flags and people do ignore it. That doesn't make, that doesn't change the fact that sometimes there are no flags. Anyways, let's get to the benefits of uh, cohabitating. Okay. So there are benefits of a man, actually. There is someone to always kill bugs. <laughs> I hate killing bugs. My Josh has to come over and kill the bugs for me. I'm just like, uh, kill it, Josh. Josh at this point lives there because he'd be there a lot. So, Josh, you live there. Josh lives there. Shout out to Josh. Um, someone to always take out the trash, you know. That's always, especially when on when it's not trash days, you have to take it to the dumpster. Yeah, that's nice. I I do like a man that can take out the trash for me. I feel like if you're at my house, take out the trash. <laughs> what? You a home nigga? Um, someone who can bring in the groceries. We love that. Love that. Um, so useful for that. You feel safe. Yeah, you do feel safe. I, one thing about me when I was living with my man, I I walked out the house, walked in the house with no care in the world. Like I didn't need, even have I to need, I need a nigga that's gonna air this bitch out at any given moment. I'm just kidding. <laughs> right? Um, you always you learn fun, intimate details about that person. Yeah. Like shit that you never like. I'm always scared. I'm like, I'm living with a nigga, and I learn like he likes to eat his boogers or some shit. Like I think I should like that. <laughs> Like, what would you do if you learned that about your man? man. Or he bites his Hold nails. Hold on. What's that? What's that? And I'm going to stick beside him. You will stick beside I'm your nigga if he eat boogers? And I'm going to stick. I'm telling you, there's some, I, I could put up with a lot of shit. You feel me? Like, my my tolerance for certain shit has definitely. It's way higher than mine. Honestly. Because one side of anything that's wrong, Sammy's like, you got to go. Me, <laughs> I'm telling you. Like, I just feel like. Man, I just feel like sometimes when you know, you know, you just stick around just for the, you know. Okay, so Ami would stay with her man if he eats his own boogers. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> you learn the good, the bad, and the motherfucking ugly. Like, I feel like that's pretty much the the main thing about living with someone. Can we also talk about that you're living with your best friend? Yeah. That you get to have someone that you rely on. Talk about some other positives that are outside of the material things of Girl. taking out trash and killing bugs. Because <laughs> I just think that also a good thing about living yeah. with someone that you love is like, damn, that nigga love me. Right. It's nice to have someone and it's like, you. And you can have sex Cuddling. whenever you feel like yeah. it. Like, I feel like that's they, the number one people thing. always say that once they're like, married or in a relationship that they don't have sex as often but i would i don't even want to put that in the atmosphere of my life i just yeah. want i want us to always enjoy each other's company yeah because i know there's going to be hard times where i can't even fucking stand you mm. but i i would still want to be able to want to be in your space it's definitely nice to have a, always have a netflix binging partner yeah if, yeah. They, if they watch tv Oh, okay. Sometimes you niggas don't watch TV at all. Well, most <laughs> most niggas do. So, <laughs> so what are the cons? the cons? No personal space at like, all. I feel like I need a place to fart. <laughs> I can't. I just, I don't like to fart around my man. Like I just don't like even. I don't even like to fart around people. Period. Yeah. So it's like I just like to. I can respect it, you know? Yeah. I don't think anyone wants to fart. I don't even like farting in front of my friends. I, and either. if I do, I always announce, like, oh, I just farted. Yeah. And then if you walk in it, then you just walked in it. <laughs> exactly. I'm sorry. <laughs> so definitely um, not having any personal space. And, like, it's always you wake up and that person's face is there. You know? <laughs> no. I, don't, I don't mean, like, as a bad thing. It's just, like, it's just they're always They there. are always there. There is always, You like, know, and, and it, it's... Honestly, most of the time, it's a good thing that they're always there. But yeah. sometimes, you know, you have your days where you just don't want to be around people, and that person is still going to be still there. there. Like, damn, so you, you can't pay be like, this. damn, can you not be here for today and come <laughs> back later? Like, you can't do that. So, if you have a healthy relationship, you should be able to establish those boundaries and speak freely and say, hey, today, I just need a day for me. And uh, and I and he should and that's great, but you can't make you can't tell a person to go away. You, you have do. to go away. You do <laughs> unless you you know what I'm saying. So yeah. Um, Taking, oh, right. I'll put taking cautious shits. But you don't take cautious shits, so I don't, don't know. Don't That's my shits. con. Um, I had to take cautious shits. Like, I just couldn't shit freely in my own house. And I just... <laughs> nope. And if we love it and we love it and all this shit, I'm going to keep the door open. Yeah, that's how you feel, I'm going to keep the door I mean, I mean, if we together for some years, I mean, granted, I want you to, like, at least care about me smelling your shit, but at this point, I know everyone shits. It's normal. It's so normal. It's like, yeah. if you happen to shit and I happen to smell it, cool. Right. <laughs> Asking for permission. Um, I don't ask for... I never ask for permission in my Yeah, I can say a lot when I was um, in a relationship and I was going out. I'm like, hey, can I go out with the girls? But do you ask for, for permission more when y'all live together? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, is it because y'all live together? I think for I permission? always make my man aware of my movements just so it's never like I'm just out here on like wild time, you know? Yeah. Because like even now while I'm dating... I feel like it's Ask, making someone aware of your movements and asking for permission are two different things. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think um, more so um, in my seven-year relationship, I was asking mm -hmm. just because I knew that he was in a space where he wasn't going as much as me. And I'm like, hey, is it cool if I go? Like, it's a, I feel like it's a respect factor. I don't take it as a negative thing as me asking. Um, but I also, yeah, like keeping aware, but also just, I, I just a respect thing. Because I just feel like to me, it's like, I just want to put his headspace like, hey, I, if you really want me to stay in with you tonight, I respect that. Would you stay if your man said to stay? Absolutely. Yeah? Yeah, because I just, my bitch is going to be there. Mm -hmm. And the thing, I'm not one of those friends that don't ever go out with my bitches or ever see them. What if it's like a birthday or something? He's like, no. If it's a birthday, then nigga, you coming with me. Because y'all know, every, one thing about me and all my friends know, I'd be like, can can my nigga come? 
And all my friends be like, why do you want him to come? Because I just want my man to see me in my element with my bitches and just see, like, I could do it both. Like, I could mm -hmm. literally spend time with y'all and him at the same time and make no one feel neglected, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm just one of the people like, can my nigga come? Can he come with me? Like... I don't want niggas around. Don't bring a nigga around me. I want it. Like, I feel like I'd be that in love. Days. I'd be like, can my nigga go? I feel like, like we can have days with the niggas and, and also for sure, days without for the sure, niggas. For sure. But like, I can still want to bring my nigga when it's a group of girls and I'm like, feel nothing of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, your relationship might change. That's another con. Yeah. Um, and also, you're getting stuck in a routine. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Those are all cons of cohabitating. But I feel like more, over the all, I feel like... The, I don't know. I feel like it's more positive than negative when it comes to Definitely. Like I think cohabitation yeah. is what you make it. So if you ever, I mean, that's anything situational. If you go into something, think it's going to be negative, yeah. or you go into something with such expectations, I think that's the problem. We have such an expectation of how things are supposed to be done. And we keep learning the, our expectations from people that don't even know boundaries. Or We're learning from our parents. Mm -hmm. And our parents probably cohabitated after the third date. I don't know what my parents did. My parents are Because I'm trying to think, I'm trying to really think about my mom and her dating situations. And I can also just remember constantly seeing men. And I'm just like, I'm learning from someone that probably was learning as she went too. Yeah. And it's also a different time. So it's like, cohabitation might hit different now because at least with then, when you're cohabitating, you're like, yeah. They cohabitated with a purpose. Yeah. I feel like Sometimes we don't cohabitate with purpose no more. People move in because they're too broke to live by themselves. Outside of when we're saying when it comes to cohabitating with a purpose, I have looked up why there are 14 reasons why, or 14 signs that means you are ready to move in with someone. Mm -hmm. So, sign number one, you know that you're exclusive. I, I don't it, know about that. I like that. I like the idea of like, I feel like with I can move with faith of knowing that, you know, we're together. Because I feel like sometimes people, you, you like we keep saying the word cohabitation, but let's use what people really call it in the olden days, shacking up. You just shacking the fuck up. So if you know that this is your boyfriend, you at least feel better knowing that you laying with your nigga and not somebody else's nigga. That's fine. You know you're exclusive, but I want to wait. After that's one step. Can, can we finish? That's, that's one step. Okay? okay. All right. Two. You know why you're doing it. So that's a good reason. That's a good reason. That's a good reason. You know why you're moving in. Like we said, moving like yeah, cohabitating with a purpose. With a purpose. Three. You've had the future talk. Like if you have ever been with someone and y'all are not having the conversations about what y'all are doing moving forward, then you shouldn't be moving moving in with them. Honestly. Yeah. I feel like I hope. I mean, not everyone wants to be married, that's the thing. But people who want to be married, I hope they're moving in with the marriage as next goal. Of that's what That would be my intention. If right. I'm moving in with someone, it's because I know that this is going to be a beneficial thing for our relationship. Right, 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 right. So the fourth sign, you are not hoping the move will change your partner. So if you're moving in, like, because I guess... That's crazy. How is moving in going to change I don't know. It's a, hold on. It's obvious that cohabitating is a pretty big step. This calls for the gut check. Are you hoping that by moving in together, he'll finally be a better communicator? Or now that she'll be motivated to figure out her career? I mean, that's true, though, because you think that if someone sees you do certain habits, they'll probably rub off on them. So I feel like I mean in that way, it makes more sense. If you're thinking about, like, oh, he will stop cheating on me if we're moving together. That's kind of <laughs> irrational, okay? That's why I'm thinking, I'm like, you think, what, what do you think gonna stop? Because... If, if your rationale has more to do with what you want from them and what you want you from your bond... Yeah, you can top it off. It may be a sign that you're not ready. So yeah, if your rationale has more to do with what you want from them, them right. and not your bond, 
then it's not a sign for y'all to move in. Yes, because it's like people who have babies to keep a man. Like, yeah. no, you don't move in to hopefully he'll stop doing the shit he was doing before. Okay. Five, you've already had a blown up fight. So that means that y'all already had a fight that was probably going to... You know, break so the foundation. Y'all shouldn't move in before you've had any real fights. I, I, I think that's true though, because yeah. I feel like I told you, people show you what they want to show you in the beginning, yeah. and if y'all like you have all the real fights when y'all living together, because y'all can't get. I mean, that's together. true, but also if you haven't had a fight that tests what's your limit and capacity that you can hold of arguments. Don't move in with someone mm -hmm. because they probably get triggered by little shit and you wouldn't know how to handle it because y'all never dealt with that territory before. Yeah. And now you're with this person. You have to live there. Like, so yeah. I think that's also true. Six, you know your space needs. Like, you know, like, how much you can deal with pretty much. Seven, you know your uppers and downers. So also that means you identified what makes you happy and what doesn't make you happy and you're not looking for your partner to be happy. Mm -hmm. Eight. You're cool with your loss of independence. What? Let that breathe. Hold on. Let that breathe right there because that is so true. You are okay with your loss of independence if you are moving. That's true, though. Because you have to think about somebody else. All the time. I know. But so, that's so hard for me. Like, me losing my independence is so hard for me. I'm so, like... I do what I want, whatever I want, however I want it, whatever. And you can't do that when you, you are you're living with someone. That's why when it comes to the whole permission or the out of respect moving, I don't in asking permission, but I do believe in telling your partner, uh, and you know. But that's also a part of loss of independence because as us living now by ourselves, I don't have to tell my nigga anything, even though we're dating. I don't have to tell him I'm going out, but even yeah. though we're not like living together, I'm like, hey, I'm about to go here. Da da da. You know, you can yeah. always pull up later. It's like just. You lose your independence, even with. I feel like even without living I don't, together. I don't mean. I don't. I know it's true. I just hate that it's true. Yeah, um, you know what you need in a crisis. So it says you think you two spend a lot of time together, but it's a whole new experience when you're ready. When you're really at a place where you can't run from your own space when you need it. So this is where the emotional space comes in. Yeah. Okay, number ten. You know their credit scores or the likes. Ah! I think that's very important. Can you imagine having to put an apartment in your name because his credit too bad? <laughs> I had to do that. I, <laughs> I, I think that's very important for you to be with someone that's financially stable. Yeah. I'm not saying that it has to never, because, you know, sometimes finances fluctuate and sometimes someone's more up than others. But also, yeah, I think knowing your credit score is good and also knowing someone that has a plan for life that they at least know how to budget their money because I know... Like we were talking about earlier. Yeah. We drug dealers when it comes to spending money. We are. So, we got problems. But, but at least we acknowledge it. We acknowledge it. And we, we have. And I feel like my partner is very aware of what I need to work on. So I openly communicate them where I'm at with my finances. I'm never afraid to talk about finances with my partner. You shouldn't be. Because like I think that if they know or seek an issue that I have, they're right. like, they can help me fix it. Because they see. Can you imagine see inheriting a nigga's debt? Like, what? That's you what happened when know, you get married. You didn't even know he had this debt? Like, Crazy. That is crazy. Let me, at least let me, uh, uh, can you imagine having to pay another nigga's child support? <laughs> you, I'm sorry. You are approaching, <laughs> you are approaching this like a work project. That's when you know it's a good, like you're approaching this with steps to take. You're not just okay. doing this because you feel like it. Because I'm a free spirit. So without structure, a bitch will be like, you know what? Let's go to Vegas. Let's do it. You know, so you're approaching this like, it's something that you have to work for. Mm -hmm. 12. You know each other's boundaries. That's very important as well. That's number one, I feel like. I mean, I don't know if this is in particular order, but I feel like that is very important. Important, yeah. And 13, your gut says that this is the right thing to do. 
And most times, like, I guess women do this more than men do. We trust our intuition. If we yes. feel like something is off, we move accordingly. Right. So. Yeah, we do. We try. At least we try to. Uh, yeah. 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 And then 14, another sign that you say, you try to talk yourself out of it. And I, I understand uh -huh. what they're saying is because you try to rationalize the right. pros and cons. Like we said, what, what are the benefits of living with a man? What is the, not the benefits of living with a man? So if you try to talk yourself out of it, at least you thought about it. Yeah. But if you're just moving with things out of faith, I can't walk by faith. Every day it's a brand new day. Yeah. And it, yeah. So if you literally are trying to sit here and try to talk yourself out of it, you are at least having the presence to understand, like, damn, like, this is a big step. Right. And I, think, it's a big step. and I really want more people to understand cohabitation is a big step. We right. should stop acting like it's just something that happens because right. it's not something that just happens. Right, 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 right. So who do you... Were you done? Yeah. Okay. So who do you think benefits more when we cohabitate? I, I want to say it's mutual because... Like with women, we like well, women like me that say that I'm not paying fifty percent. I benefit because I get a little bit more money in my pocket mm -hmm. because I'm not paying half. I'll pay forty. I'll pay thirty-five. I'll pay thirty. But I'm not paying fifty percent, and like because I've already paid a hundred by myself. Mm -hmm. So I'm actually saving a little bit of money financially. I feel like I I feel like women benefit. I'm speaking for myself as well because it's like I literally have like like I say my best friends there. Like mm -hmm. I literally can. Because one thing about me, I'm going to start talking and I'm not going to stop. Oh, so wow. I love to have someone that I can just really rely on that I can just share my day with. I really thrive off of having not having so much on my plate to just eat by myself. And when you live by yourself, you have a lot of time to just sit with your thoughts and just, you know. Uh, I'm you know? happy with my solitude. My solitude is the best for me. I'm but I mean, it's a benefit. What's a benefit for me? Not might be the benefit for you. But yeah, I'm saying yeah, for yeah, me yeah. personally, yeah. that's that's why I feel like it's a benefit for them. And I feel like for a man, I feel like it's a benefit for them because they, they have a natural homemaker. Because like I said, while I was in a seven year relationship, when I was in a relationship, I was trying to be a homemaker. I was trying to be things that just don't really, you know, smoothly go for me. But I was trying that route because I felt like this is something beneficial for the relationship that's going to help everyone because yeah, yeah. i'm like you know they always say happy wife happy life just as much as it makes us happy it makes us happy to see you happy yeah definitely so. uh, when it comes to cohabitating for the most part i'm thinking of generally i think the men benefits more because a lot of women even though we don't both this way pay 50 50 in bills so you're with the woman who's paying half the bills who's also taking on the cooking and cleaning role but don't the, sometimes there's men that cook and clean Right, there's definitely is, but because I know I'm not cooking, I told the man I'm dating. I said I, I, I don't cook. I said not. I'm saying not you. I'm talking about in general. Like for the most part, who does most of the cooking and cleaning? This is just talking. Well, men help cleaning too, though. They do. I'm not saying they don't. You, but you said in general, as in like no man clean. I feel like no, 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 no. Not that no man cleans. Who does most of it is the woman. For generally speaking, I'm not saying men don't clean, don't cook. They do. There's plenty of men who cook and clean because. Before I was here, what were you doing? You know? Per. So I know. Relying on your mama. But <laughs> a lot of times when you start cohabitating, they fall back on cooking and cleaning. You take on that role. And also at the same time, not for us, but they're paying half the bills. So she's taking on this role, cooking and cleaning, paying half the bills, sucking your dick, fucking you, working. And so in that sense, the men's benefiting more. But it's not always that way, you know. And for like me, I feel like I definitely benefit a lot more when I if I cohabitate with a man because I'm gonna cohabitate with a man that's gonna pay all the bills, you know. All the bills, bitch. You ain't even paying a water bill. 
I would. I'm crying. I definitely. I would definitely pay more than just a water bill. I would, like I said, I I would give you thirty percent because it depends on the caliber of men you're dealing with. I feel like even the man with the most money would appreciate someone still paying because I just think that some men who take pride in taking care of all the bills, so they want to do that. If if you're with a man who doesn't want to do that, I, I don't. Feel like I I have to be with the man who pays all the bills. I don't mind. I don't feel bills. like I, I I don't feel like I would want to. Yeah. I just think it's the lack of. They feel like they can. Yeah. I feel like the lack bills. of me having control. That's what I feel like. My biggest yeah. fear is someone being in a relationship with me and feeling like because they pay for everything they control, control me. Control me. Yeah. Because you remember that girl we met and she said her man paid for everything, but she so, fucking cannot stand that nigga. Yeah. 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 And I'm like I feel the same way too. Honestly, like having I I don't I feel the same way about paying someone who pays all the bills. You feel like you can they can control you. But not all, not everyone feels that way. I respect that. Yeah, I respect but, it. Uh, but it depends on the, cal- the caliber of men you're dealing with. If you're dealing with a man who can't pay all the bills, that's fine. Like I don't mind helping you out because I I love you. Yeah. So we don't. We're doing this together. If I'm dealing with a man who can't pay all the bills and wants to, that's fine too. But um. So I feel yeah. I feel like when I'm in a relationship, I'll probably end up benefiting more. Out of the, but of- as you said earlier, that women naturally fall into the homemaking. Um, they're trying to prove that their wife. They're material. trying to prove that their wife and material, and I yeah. feel like, in a sense, I can I can understand that because I know that when I was doing all those things, I was trying to prove to myself, <laughs> marry me, not even to marry me, marry like me. not even <laughs> marry me. I was just in that headspace of like, this is what a man wants, yeah. And it's like we do so many things for men, yeah, and we don't even ask them if that's one thing that they what want. They want because and we assume that's what they want, and then we get mad at them and because that's not what they they ask for. Yeah. We just assume that's what they want because society tells us that's what they yeah. want. And like, I feel like now with me dating a man that says that he's like really big on like the matriarchy and not the patriarchy, that he like understands the the strength of a woman and like he like following a woman. So it's like when I hear someone say that, I'm just like, wow. Because I always tell people, I'm like, I've never dated someone that gives me a safe space to be myself without feeling like I'm too much until I've started dating him. Because it's like, I'll get in my little moods or like, you know, my little tangents. And it's like the patience that it takes to deal with all I bring without giving me not fighting fire with fire. It takes a very in tune person. And I think that most people, like I said, when we go back to like the video that someone sent me, it was like, you need to ask the right questions. You need to ask, why are you here? What are your intentions? What do you want? Yeah, like, dating with a purpose. Dating with a purpose, cohabitating with a purpose, yeah. everything, and not doing things that you think that a man wants because you think it's because society has placed on yeah. what women are supposed like, to do. Do we even ask men what do they want? We or don't. Do we just assume we this don't. Is what you want. A lot of times I see things like, oh, if he sad, stuck his dick. I'm like, can you no. ask the man about how That's his what day, day is? is? Yeah, because I literally, because <laughs> I, I, I told you, I, I know I always tell my friends, I'm like, we write each other letters. And I literally asked him very specifically, I was like, what do you need from me to be your better self? And like, when you get a list of the things that he said that you need, I'm like, damn. Like, I wouldn't even think that's the first thing that you feel like you would need. Yeah. But it's like, it's, that's what I'm saying. Ask the right questions because you never know what's gonna, what you're going to get out of it. Right. Okay. So my question is... If you can date someone without cohabitating, do you think you can marry them? Yeah. I I think so. I don't... That's hard. Uh, I think without living with them... Yeah, I can. Definitely. Yeah. Okay, let me add another flavor on top of that. Okay. What about marrying them and never living together? Huh? I don't get it. I've, I've heard of stories of people being married... And still having their own houses. You know what? And honestly, I was I was looking into that, and I don't think it's a bad idea. 
Because I feel like even if I live with someone, I still want to have my own apartment at the same time. Yeah. I don't know. I think so, too. I don't know how I feel about that. Just, it's, it's nice to have a space to go to your own. That's why you should have more than one bedroom in your house. Okay. That's why people have man caves okay. and like women's You're sanctuaries. Right. You're right. So because I have more than one. Bedroom I remember in, house. in like my last relationship, we had a two bedrooms. So if you was mad, go to the second room. Yeah. Okay. Because you saw how big my apartment was. Like, yeah. and those rooms were completely yeah. Distant, just go to the second so. room. So yeah, that's my thing. I I want to have my own personal space. So definitely have two bedrooms. So um, what was your question again? Um, do you think you can marry someone if you never cohabitate with yeah, them? Yeah, I could. I don't know if I could. Yeah. I think the little trinkets you get from someone by living with them, it just, it's, you can't buy it. You just spend weeks at someone's house. I know. It's, not, it's not the same. It's not the same. Like, okay. once you have to deal with someone when it comes to finance base, you get to know them, like, a lot better. at a different level. Because it's like, we're literally relying on each other for our livelihood, like, mm-hmm. living-wise. And it's like, we're either sitting down and making dreams together by ourselves like, it's so many things that go into just living together mm-hmm. other than just living together. Yeah. So I feel like I couldn't marry someone if I have never lived with them. Mm-hmm. We don't have to live together for years, but if you're my fiancé, we're going to move in together. I feel like that's the only time I feel okay. like I would... I feel like that's the only time I feel I more... about that. When you're my fiancé, we live together? Sure, yeah. Yeah, because I feel like I need more security. I don't want to just be your girlfriend, girlfriend living together. Yeah. Because my, my sister was like, yeah, so y'all been dating, so do y'all want to move in together? I'm like, girl, fuck no. No. I said, I haven't... Like, my last desire is to live with a man if my intention is not to marry him. Because yeah. I just think that there's so much space and time that I can fill with myself that does not have to be with another person. Because if I can do this by my fucking self, I will. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, my question to you is: Do we really like big dicks, or do we like the idea of big dicks? We like the idea of big dicks because <laughs> me, she, her, Ami, I don't want to fuck a big dick every day. Yeah, every other day. Because thing about like with big dick, they always wanna. They fuck. always wanna fuck, and I'm a self-proclaimed like nympho. Like I promise you, I could probably have sex like every day. Me too. <laughs> I can have sex every day. I can have, like, you know, so I, I, you know, I do what I do when I can. But what I'm not going to do is fuck a big dick every day. Every day! I just feel like it takes a lot of, one, it, it exerts what? more energy. It exerts way more energy than the average Please dick. Please get that 12-inch monkey away from me. And then I feel like big dicks are just like, it's just society's way of saying, like, you know, it humbles you. Like, <laughs> I'm extremely humbled after having sex with a big dick. Cause Girl, I was watching this movie on Netflix. Not movie. This show on Netflix called Sex Life. And... I, I've seen, like, the preview. Yeah. So, the, the, the guy, the boy, the husband... Is, is not rocking her world. Is not rocking her world. And then he follows the ex-boyfriend girl into the shower. Man, this nigga had the shalong. Like, he had a big-ass fucking dick. And he was thick, too. I don't think that's his real dick. Because there ain't no way a white man had all this dick. I'm crying. So the nigga started crying because his dick was so big. He was like, that's what my wife was fucking? So yeah, girl, having a big dick will humble the fuck out. Can you imagine if you see your ex, girl, your your ex, your ex, girlfriend's ex nigga and his dick was so much bigger than yours? I would just say that it humbles women because we think that we can take dick, shape, size, motion, and I know me personally. I can't take all kind of dick. If you have a big dick, we're probably... And it's not even anything emasculating. It's just my vagina can't handle it. I, I used to date this one guy. He had a big dick. And it was just like, oh, my God. You have to mentally prepare yourself for that. It, but I had to meditate like, before I, and after taking a dick like that. Yeah, I love taking it. But I'm just like, oh, my God. 
I, I can't take this anymore. Like, I'm. why do we have to feel like we have to be up for the challenge? For the I do not want to be challenged because I'm Girl, going to fucking like, fail. Dang, let me see if I can take all of it. Girl, I'm crying. Sit your ass down. Yeah, I'm okay with not having a big dick every day of my life. What's your next um, question? My next question is, do you feel like cohabitation contributes to the downfall of relationships? Absolutely not, because people get married after it. Yeah. So, no. Cohabitation contributes to whatever you make it. Factual. I was gonna say the same thing. Yeah. It's literally whatever you put into it is what you're gonna get out of it. Definitely, definitely. Uh my last question to you, a minute up on the spot. Uh 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 uh. Mm. Damn, y'all, I suck. What's my next question? Um I, I guess I'm just gonna ask you. When's the last time you had sex, bitch? Last night. <laughs> Oh, bye. This episode's over. <laughs> and the girls, uh, leave us a five-star rating. Give us a five-star bitch. Honestly, no. It's <laughs> Thank you for all us on this fucking journey about cohabitation. <laughs> and what works for you might not work for somebody else, but does not take anything away from your experience. And while you're at it, follow us on all social media platforms at The Real Sip and Spill, except Twitter, which is... Sip and Spill 1. And while you're at it, leave us a five-star rating because we are some five-star bitches. Episode is fucking over. I feel like that was pretty good for us not to drink before. I love this. I sip wine, wine, wine. Kick my feet up when I get time. And as I recline, take another sip, let my thoughts on wine, wine. Sip it and spill it. Sippin' and spillin', sippin' and spillin' the tea Sippin' and spillin' it I sip wine, wine, wine Kick my feet up when I get time And as I recline, take another sip Let my thoughts on wine, sippin' and spillin' it